You are now tuned into the Santi Show, my senior project. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Santi Show. Today, I am here with one of my closest friends. What's going on, people? Ariel Shirzadi, everybody. One of my friends that we we met in what? Was I it was fifth, fifth grade, yeah. Um, and I think through Project Goal as well, where we met. Mm-hmm. I remember doing it back in like fourth, fifth grade. And I, I remember we met back in the fifth grade, which was just awesome. I didn't know that yeah. we've been friends for so long now. What is it? Man, eight, seven, eight years. Eight, yeah, eight years. That's insane. Crazy. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, that's a crazy connection. One thing that's also important for us is soccer. And I think exactly. Obviously, you've continued playing soccer alive, you know, mm-hmm. retired, I'll say. Um, and I think it was definitely a, a good experience. Where where did your love and passion for soccer come from? Um, I guess I guess from my dad, because, you know, my dad and also I mean, he got his love for soccer from my grandfather. So I guess sort of originated from my grandfather. I guess my dad. For me, because, you know, my dad played in college, you know, he was involved in, you know, with the New England Revolution, met some of the, the biggest names in soccer, too. And, you know, I guess, like, he got me into it, you know, started playing rec, actually, in yeah. Central Falls, believe it or not. Yeah. <laughs> I played in Central Falls, then, you know, played for Pawtucket and Providence, now for Bayside, and, yeah, now college next year, so... I guess, I guess my love for soccer, I think my dad sort of carried me through that. So, yeah. That's awesome. What are you, what are you majoring in college, by the way? I'm going to major in uh, engineering. I'm probably leaning towards biomedical solely because, you know, I, I like biology and engineering. There's just a lot of math involved too. So like, I guess put to put them together and there you go. You got, got a good major for me. What are you most What's excited that? about soccer? Um, in college, like the, uh, um, I don't know, just the competition. Um, I'm actually gonna be walking on at, uh, you know, the college I'm going to. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm gonna have to work all summer. But like, yeah, I guess it's just another level of play. I guess because, you know, WPI is one of the top Division three programs for soccer. Um the country and you know they made the NCAAs lost the eventual national champions cups I think you know hopefully when I do make that team sort of excited about like you know bringing a new legacy you know showing like putting Rhode Island WP on the map Mm -hmm. showing that you know we're the best and you know we can that we can beat everyone out we can compete with the best I'll work with the best compete against the best so yeah I'm sort of excited about that. Not excited about, you know, the amount of work I'm going to have to put in because college soccer, I mean, I got my training regimen from the coach. It's a lot of work. Like, I have to be extremely fit. Like, I've been starting already, and it's, like, it's insane, like, how fit you have to be. Yeah, I think it's also interesting because I'm looking at – I mean, I'm going to PC, which is a Division One school, and they have a Division One soccer over there. And yeah. the program is very intense. You had a coach, right, for one of your teams who 
played for PC and now is at um, Atlanta United or DC United. Yeah, one of my Julian Gressel. Yeah, he so back when I was in U14, he was back then a player for PC, and you know he would usually help out with uh, you know my Bayside team because mainly the Bayside programs run by um, PC coaches. My coach this year actually is the assistant at PC, so you know he would like get some of the players to help coach us, and um, you know. Julian would usually coach us whenever, you know, my, my other coach wouldn't be there. Yeah. Uh, so I think he only, he really only coached us for one game. I mean, obviously he would help us out in practice, but like coach us for one game. Uh, I remember, I remember scoring the winning goal. <laughs> I scored the winning goal in the, that one game. It was insane. It was literally the worst goal. Like it was just, it was just rolling across the PK spot and I knew where I wanted to hit it, but like I sort of whiffed it. Yeah. But, like, I got enough where, like, you know, it went into the back of the net. I don't know. I thought the keeper could have done better. And, like, now thinking about it, I'm like, wow, I really scored the winning goal in front of <laughs> Julian Bressley. Is that now DC playing in the MLS, starting for DC United? Yeah. It's, it's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think rookie of the year as well, Um, one year. Didn't yeah, 2017. Um, I think that that's awesome. And, like, another famous person that we met was Jimmy Conrad, which was a very – Shout out Jimmy Conrad. I think uh, that was, yeah. very, was a very fun experience. Again, through Project Goal, through the program that your dad was able to um, create, we've been able to have so many opportunities through uh, sports. Like we've been able to see a lot of revolution games. We see them all the time and it's just a great experience overall. And um, another thing about soccer and like the future of it, obviously sports are in jeopardy right now because of uh, yeah. the coronavirus. And, but again, what are your thoughts on the Bundesliga being back? Um, you know, I personally think that's, I have a little bit of mixed feelings because I don't know, because, you know, what if the the coronavirus situation gets worse there? You know, they're going to have to shut the league down and, you know, eventually end it. But I know from what I've read in the news that, um, the, that Germany overall has done a better job in terms of like coronavirus testing and that they're on a very, very downward slope yeah. and like coronavirus is getting, you know, less lethal. There, I don't know if that's the right word, but no, no, yeah, no. but like, yeah, but I think, I think, I think it's a, I think at this point where Germany is in terms of coronavirus, I think it was a good idea, you know, to open the sport back up. I mean, not allowing fans kind of stinks. Yeah. But I mean, playing behind closed doors, I mean, at least they could, you know, finish out the league. I mean, they get, I mean, from what I've seen, like, I think they're handling that really well. I mean, the players, like, have to use the stands, obviously, you know. Yeah stay six feet apart a meter apart um and also like you know the coaches also have to wear masks uh, you know and you, you know they kind of break that social distancing a little because you know they would talk to with their assistant but yeah. overall i think they've handled it really well and i think it's been really entertaining the games mm-hmm. that i've watched you know especially i don't know if it was yesterday two days ago on saturday i saw Bayern frankfurt i only saw the second half you know two two uh two two no no two nothing and i don't know that was a, that was an entertaining game to to watch I, I must say i must say i saw schalke versus uh dortmund last week and um holland is for me he's going to be one of the best players in the world hey i wouldn't be surprised if we see another big money move from him to be honest hey, um, he's just fantastic fantastic he, he's good at real madrid you know yeah you know because 
because Benzema's getting a little old, not going to lie. So, you know, he'd be a really good addition to the team. Honestly, I'll take him at Barcelona. I mean, <laughs> I'll take, we'll take anybody at Barcelona at this exactly. point. Um, Griezmann, for me, has been a bit underwhelming, in my opinion. I think they're, we're playing him out of position. Uh, I think he's a much better, like, like a Firmino-type player, I feel. Griezmann yeah. reminds me of a lot. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying, like, I mean, Suarez is still a very talented player, very good lethal goal scorer, but he's getting older. And then, like, Dembele's getting um, – he's too injury-prone now. Mm. I he's hurt, like, every other, uh, every other game, which sucks. I hope he gets better because he's a good player. But um, yeah. the thing I wanted to ask you, which I asked Adrian in one of the episodes, who do you think will win the World Cup? I mean, this, I mean, we're thinking two years in advance, but. Ooh, yeah, no, that's a good question. I don't know, because, I mean, if you look at the champions of, like, you know, the past mm-hmm. three, four World Cups, I mean, I would say France would be a good shout. But, you know, you never know. The winner's curse. I mean, Germany obviously being knocked out, didn't even get past, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in the last World Cup. And then you had Spain not getting past the group stage in 2014. Then you had France and and Italy not even getting through in 2010. So, I don't know. I, I could see personally, I think the Netherlands could be oh, a good shout. Yes. Mm-hmm. Van Dyke, I mean, just and it's, I, I like how thinking how young, like, I cannot believe how he's like, I don't know, he, he must be younger than 25 years old. Just, just, yeah. just a fantastic defender. And he's awesome you, to like, watch. The, the defense of Van Dyke and Delict and how young yeah. they are. That'd be, ooh, that'd be a good. I think the Netherlands are a good shout. Hopefully, they'll qualify this year. Yeah, uh, year. for sure. Uh, and I think what another thing that we bond over is like international teams. You support the U.S. obviously. Yeah. Or the best uh, South American team, in my opinion, which is Colombia. Mm. Um, that's just a joke. They're they're all right. They're not really. I mean, I mean, they're not bad, yeah. I, they're not bad. We have a golden generation so far. If we just had a better goalie, I feel, yeah, it would have been much, much better. And also, we just choke a lot as well. But I could, I mean, I could spend hours talking about Colombia. But um, I want to talk about what do you think the future of the United States national team would be like? You know, that's a little. I don't know. I have mixed feelings about that too because obviously, you know, we have Pulisic, who's arguably going to carry the next generation of U.S. soccer, along with, um, you know, Gio Reyna with, you know, Dorman. I mean, I'm just shocked how, like, Gio Reyna's a whole year younger than me. He's, and he's starting for Dorman. That's like, crazy, yeah. Like, it's unbelievable. And, you know, you have Altidore, but he's, he's, he's approaching his 30s. He's getting yeah. a little older. What's his I name? Mean, What's his name? Uh, McKinney. What do you think of him? Weston McKinney, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I, I feel like Schalke is just a – good all-around team that you know he would be playing for because I don't really see him playing now one of those big clubs mm-hmm. but you know like the Bayerns the Dortmunds you know but you know I think he from what I've seen especially with U.S. soccer I think he's done a, I think he's done a great job I think he can really lead that midfield but then if we look at in terms of defenders I don't really see you know a big name but I think that forward that forward trio you know McKenney, uh, Pulisic Reyna, I think that's a good base. And, you know, we have other and other U.S. players that are playing, you know, for, like, second teams, you know, those second division Bundesliga teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Josh Sargent with yeah, Josh Sargent. Um, yeah, yeah. Raymond. Yeah, I think, you know, 
I think if the U.S. play their cards right, I think we could be potentially go deep. I don't see us going, you know, past the quarterfinals of a World Cup. You know, it's definitely possible. I You're think, generous. I, think, I was thinking. I was thinking. Um, yeah, probably the quarterfinals there. I think what what's gonna happen with the U.S. and everyone says this, but I think it's actually coming into fruition now. What will, what will be good is the generation of talent that we have now, so around the people our age and a little bit older, which I also still mm-hmm. believe that there's some professional soccer players that are our age, which is like kind of wild to think about. However, um, we're now seeing this youth that the U.S. have and how good some of the talent um, are, are. Hopefully, I would, I would love to see the U.S. succeed because we have all the tools to succeed. It's just we've just not been lucky. Um, yeah. Thing we like, I support the U.S. I will always support Colombia until the day I die. That's just hopefully in my lifetime. I would like to see Colombia reach the semifinals. Hopefully in my lifetime. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Because mm-hmm. we we have a decent like our defense is pretty good. We have like I mean Hamas is sort of died down like the hype train, but we have like Zapata, Muriel. We mm. have uh, Quintero. I think for me personally, Quintero is much better than um, Hamas. And we have that. I'm not sure if you know. There's this left winger who's playing on Porto right now. His name is Luis Diaz. Oh yeah, no, I I, I only know him because of his FIFA card now. Yeah, but I think he definitely he's he's definitely good. I think also like through FIFA, like the game FIFA, we've been playing a lot of that. I mean, I've been playing a lot of that now because we are stuck in quarantine. Yeah, FIFA's the only thing I guess we have now to connect with soccer other than the Bundesliga. So for sure, yeah. Also, we're seniors in high school. And obviously, this isn't the way that we wanted to, you know, celebrate our senior spring. Um, yeah. How has COVID-19, you think, affected your senior year personally? You know, it's not, I mean, obviously, like you said, it's not the ideal way to end, you know, my MB slash high school career. I mean, I had a spring season with Bayside, which I was really excited to play. But, you know, I now I have no idea if I'm even going to have a spring season, mm-hmm. if we even do. Because we're saying, because we're saying that we might play in the summer, but you know, obviously, but you know, other than that, you know, like prom, you know, like senior spring, like just hanging out with, like seeing everyone in person. Yeah. I think back then I kind of I was like really wrestling with the fact, like, oh my god, I'm not gonna see anyone mm-hmm. anymore, like not gonna see like a lot of people. But you know, I think it's starting to sink in. Like it's like at this point, it's just like whatever. Mm-hmm. To me, so yeah. I'm sort of at that point as well where like, yeah, I know we're going to have some form of a graduation and some form of events coming up, which uh, I'll look forward to. But um, mostly I think I'm ready for just, and it seems like you're just ready for the next step, the next step in our lives, which is college. Yeah. So excited for it. So one thing that I've always wanted to ask you, and I've always been, I've known about you is that you are like a Jersey connoisseur. You own so many jerseys. Yeah. Off the top of your head, if you can, I want to see if you can, like, if you can, like, have a rough number of, like, how many jerseys you own. And (sighs) also, like, which one is your favorite one? Like, which one holds a bunch of, like, sentimental value to you? Well, that's a tough question. I would say, I would say around... I, I would say between 45 and 50 jerseys. Oh, my God easily mm-hmm. easily oh that's crazy and like which one holds the most value to you in your opinion i have i have so many mm-hmm. i can't even like keep track 
Um, I don't know. I feel like one of my Bayside jerseys, to be honest, just holds a lot of sentimental value because, like, because I remember, like, one season I, like, had, like, the most goals on the team. Like, I was scoring. I was, like, scoring every game. Like, it was, like, the season of my life. I think it might have – it was either the first Bayside jersey or the second one. I think I had a – it was, like, a red one, and it, like, fades into the black on the sleeves. I think that one holds, like, the most sentimental values because I just had so many good memories wearing that jersey. It's insane. That's awesome. I think I actually um, purchased a Revolution jersey, like, today Mm. on sale for, like – it was, like, 40% off or something like that. Oh, shoot. Jerseys are, like – I know. Obviously, during this time right now, sports being in jeopardy, but we do have the Bundesliga being back. What What are your thoughts on – because I know there's a lot of controversy behind the Premier League coming back. Mm. Supposedly, they're going to come back either June 1st or some time. What is your opinion on the Premier League if they do come back or should they come back or not? Well, see, if they do start in June, they have – I forget how many games left, 12, 13 more games. So if they do play, they're going to have that through, and then they'll end, let's say, end of July, and then not even two weeks later have the new season start. See, that's a little shaky in my opinion, because then I don't know how they're going to deal with that, and especially, like, in the lower leagues, you know, the the championship league, league one, league two, they still have, you know, playoffs, so – yeah, I don't know if they're going to get, like, you know, all the teams organized for next season in time. And, you know, what, what if they don't come back? How are they going to structure the league for next season? Are they going to have to relegate the teams in the relegation zone? Like, I don't know how – is Liverpool going to be crowned champions? I have no idea. So, I'm a little 50-50 with the mm-hmm. Premier League at I think the moment. The Premier League has become, become more of a business than a league. And money runs the Premier League so much. And I think – like mm. uh, the whole potential Newcastle takeover that could happen in yeah. playing for Newcastle. That, that just doesn't sit right. <laughs> I see um, like maybe Bale or like a Coutinho playing um, for a Newcastle, but I think mm. money has become such a prominent thing, especially in the Premier League, that it's hard for some lower league teams to compete. That's why a Leicester story is so important or like how Wolves have shot up because, I mean, oh, yeah. money, but also because, like, they're pretty – that think they're doing pretty well. Um, you do bring up a good point with the championship. I know some teams are going bankrupt because um, they need the Premier – they need, like, the league to continue. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the safety of the players are also important as well, and they're not taking account the safety of the players. Exactly. Troy Deeney said that um, – he he says he's he's so confused on why he can go and play soccer with his team, but yet he can't get a haircut until August in England. And I'm yeah, like, that's the, mm-hmm. that that's a little strange because you know there's 22 people on the field. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, and then there's only like six people in the barber shop, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I because every every country's situation is so drastically different. Mm-hmm. So I can see why like people can have opinions like about like you know, COVID situations and whatnot. But, you know, hopefully everything will get better and um, we can move on. We will be able to be like, hey, I live through this. We're living through history right now. Which I think yeah. Is 
Um, are there any last messages you want to say to anyone class of 2020 or anything before I close off this episode? Um, I mean, I guess to the class of 2020, obviously I miss you guys. Uh, I made some of the best friends, uh, you know, at MB, you included Santi. Yeah. I mean, it's just crazy. Like it's obviously, you know, as I said before, it's not the most ideal situation to be in, but you know, I think everyone class 2020, everyone's going to go off on their own paths. You know, hopefully we could see each other again, like during college, even after college, you know, you know, at like a reunion or something. And like, I know. And then I, I just, I'm just confident everyone's going to go on to do great things no matter what. And I don't think anyone should be down. I think everyone should take, I guess, this sort of COVID in a positive manner, because I guess this is a time to like, work on like the type of person you really want to be so like if you want something start now it's the perfect opportunity nothing's going on and you know just chase your dreams and you know what eventually you guys will get there so i have full confidence in the class of 2020 i like that i like that a lot that's a good way that's a good way to end it so guys thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the santi show and we'll be back soon. Bye-bye.